Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are the 19096 Podcast. I am John. He is Rick. Say hi, Rick. Hi, Rick. We are two Eagles fans, and this is a super niche podcast about our Eagles. We are not experts. We're not journalists, paid commentators, columnists, definitely not former players. I've said it before, but I think, you know, I'll say it one more time. I'll say it every time, probably, but we're not a betting show. We're not X's and O's. No mock anything. No power rankings. No predictions. This is a no prediction zone. Why? Because it's the Eagles, and we'll probably get it wrong. Rick is coming to you live from the 6-1 Yo outside of Philadelphia. Me from the Napa Valley, home of Vermeil Wines. For those that don't know, the Eagles played last night. So no need to check your calendars. It is Wednesday. They, they played on a Tuesday. Yes, we know. And they beat the team, your Washington football team, that is, to reach 500. So uh, an exciting time for the Eagles, actually, I think. Yes, we are back at 500. And I'd like to, your intro there, you said we are not former players. I am a former high school, middle school, and grade school player, but not professional player. Just to clarify that. Uh, yeah, I, I imitated a high school football uh, uh, player one time really well and, you know, uh, failed miserably. So you, you went to school at a football factory. A real football factory, not a quarterback factory. Yeah, no, we were a true football factory. So, uh, but maybe that, that's a good segment for another day to talk about uh, our respective high school programs because there is uh, some mild eagle impact on uh, uh, both of uh, our respective high school football teams. Uh, we one exciting uh, foot or not footnote, but side note for today, we do have Evan the Giants fan on because the Eagles are playing next. Who? We love the, the, the Giants. We love having yeah, Evan. Yeah, we, we do indeed. In fact, Evan's on now. Evan, if you un, can you unmute yourself and talk? Press the microphone button. Can you hear me now? There you go. Yeah, look at this. Technology is an amazing thing. <laughs> Happy <laughs> days, no gentlemen. You, <laughs> uh, so before we get into the Giants, <clears throat> pardon me. Oh, I should, uh, by the way, our open last night to our uh, Extreme Game Day podcast, uh, Fastest 10 Minutes in, in Colin. I listened to it again last night, Rick. <laughs> the open, I sound like I'm taking a dump the whole time. Like I'm just straining. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. And then it just nosedives at some point. But it, it was, I, I, I listened to it again. I'm like, oh boy, that is not, that is not a good sound for me. Well, I, I, I do also notice. Were you high talking again? No, I, it wasn't even up talking or anything. Up like talking, just, right? Yeah, it was just kind of like like a, <laughs> like I was just trying to work something out. <laughs> a Philly cheesesteak, perhaps. <laughs> I, I wish. Uh, you don't. You don't have to work to get that out. No. no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> get the right cheese, especially. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, but let's 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 jump right into our our, our Washington football team and a, a game that occurred on Tuesday. Um. Is that a first and ever? No, 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 but it's it's certainly you know very very rare. Okay. Uh, a couple of years ago, there was a game that was postponed due to snow, um, and the Eagles actually uh, lost, otherwise known as the Joe Webb game. So the Eagles are one and one on Tuesdays. Yes, that is correct. Yeah. That is correct. Uh, yeah, I don't like the Tuesday night football. Although I think it all is in Roger Goodell's plan to have football seven nights a week. Because this week we have games on Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, 
Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and I bet you some games will be uh, postponed on Tuesday. I'm telling you, they get up to 40 teams like they say they want to. They are that is definitely happening. Happening. You can you can mark my word. They'll just be but it'll be games every day starting at noon. Yeah. <laughs> Just round the clock. Round the clock. Live from Birmingham. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, God. We're coming to you. You're looking live at Al- yeah, the Birmingham Dragon Stadium or whatever, you know. Because uh, actually, Birmingham was a um, was an XFL team. <laughs> so. Were they the Birmingham Stallions? No, I think it was. A- I forget what it was, actually. You'd think I'd remember this stuff. Wasn't Bur- no. Right. Yeah, was it Birmingham? See, now I can't remember. Oh my god! See, I just pushed the XF out of my brain because it was such a weird the Birmingham Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts. Oh, they... huh? okay. well, it was on the tip of your tongue, I'm sure. Yeah, okay. yeah, completely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. That, that, uh, that's back when John worked for Vince McMahon. Yep, I did. He, he, uh, I was subject <laughs> to one of his legendary pregame talk shows because the XFL was in the midst of going up in flames, and he was trying to inspire us, and it didn't work. Um, so it was really funny, but that's a tale for another time. So Eagles Redskins. So Eagles won. Um, uh, Rick, they did, the Eagles did exactly what you opposite of what you wanted them to do. You asked last you, you requested last night that they come out strong, run the ball, stomp on their throats, uh, play good tight football. And what did they do? They came out and threw an interception off uh, Dallas Goddard's heel. And then fumbled. Yeah, how nuts oh, was yeah. that? Total <laughs> fluke. Um, and if it wasn't for the, you know, it would have been a pick six if they didn't blow the play dead. But, of yeah. course, the refs. Well, you know what? And that brings me to something else. I think when the refs get it wrong, that the guy who gets it wrong should have to, like, go on the speaker and say, I'm sorry, I screwed that call up. Yeah, there, there should, should be, be an apology. Yeah, I, I totally agree. You, you got to own up to your like, you know, or at least it'd be great if the if the refs had a press conference of their own, like after the game to talk about their calls. I mean, it'll never happen. But I mean, that would be hysterical. Right. I, I yeah, That would happen in the SFL. Yeah, totally. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they'd, Did they'd, they even have refs? In the <laughs> they're all paid off. Right. So the funny part, I was watching the broadcast last night. No one in the broadcast had any clue what had happened. None. They were just going like, to keep going. Except like 30 seconds after it happened, they ran the replay of the, the ball bouncing off his shoe and then Collins catching it. Former giant, by the way. Uh, and no one on the broadcast referenced it at all. Like a minute and a half later, they're like, huh, what's going on? I wonder. And it's like almost the. The, the the guys in the truck were replayed it again, like tell them like, you idiots, pay attention to what's going on. There was an interception. It was it was pretty funny to watch. And butt fumbles, just butt fumble. He's hysterical. Well, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it is Mark Sanchez. He's a uh, he, he attended USC. So I mean, do we need to go any farther? No. Nah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, but he he I have to. Maybe we'll get into this later. But. Um, he was actually pretty, pretty. There were some. He had some good lines last night. Uh, some good insights. So I thought that was. Uh, he he. Oh, I, he you know what? I I did right here. I wrote down one of the insights he had at the start of the game. Uh, here, the Eagles shouldn't waste their time running the ball up the middle. 
That's what he said in the first quarter. I was like, well, that's, also, that's wrong. He also told a story about when he, he got signed midweek by the Redskins. Um, and then they played, they were playing the Eagles. And the guy who was the starter was Colt McCoy. And Colt McCoy came over to the sideline. And, and the doctors are looking at him and they're like, yeah, I don't think you can go back in. And he was telling the doctor, no, just put some tape on it. Like, he can go back in. He's fine. He's, he's fine. <laughs> he like, and I remember that game because, like, he went out there and it was, I mean. Rough. Was, yeah, he didn't know. What it was doing. rough. It was broken play after broken play. I mean, it was it was a joke. Well, the, the funny part was, too, at the start of the game, uh, the play-by-play guy, was it Kevin Kugler or something like that? or I forget exactly his name. He even said, hey, we have Mark Sanchez who wore both uh, both jerseys, which was almost kind of like a backhanded insult. Like, yeah, you were, you were a journeyman quarterback. <laughs> Short-lived. Yeah. yeah. He almost kind of had this smirk <laughs> on his face, and Sanchez was like, oh, yeah, huh? Yeah, well, uh, Sanchez probably didn't even know he's being made fun of. So oh, that's yeah. a different story. Agreed. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, no, the Eagles they came out and they got in a you know ten zero hole, and then um, from that on, I mean, they outscored uh, the Redskins twenty seven to seven, right? Um, yeah. So so cheers to Sirianni on getting in uh, Jalen's face after that fumble. And cheers to Jalen uh, responding and, you know, kind of bringing them back. Yeah, well, it, you know, they asked him about that after the game. And he said, hey, you know, I'm the kid of a uh, coach, right? So I'm used to living with a guy who chews me out. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he's like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I, I, he's basically saying like, I get it, right? Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, uh, I you know I was excited to see that chew out last night, but now in the light of the most recent news from Nick Sirianni, I kind of look at that uh, clip now a little differently and wonder if uh, Hertz is going to pass his COVID test. Well, not mm. only that, I was wondering maybe he, you know, maybe Sirianni was suffering there from like COVID rage or something. Oh yeah, maybe maybe that that booster shot got to him. Well, no, I mean him being in the throes of you know having COVID, right? Because he had oh he had COVID. He must have had it last night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I still don't understand the protocol and how the testing intervals work and all that kind of Jimmy Jazz. But you know, <laughs> yeah. 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 Aaron yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, just look at his toe. So, John, you, uh, John, let me preface this by saying John and I have wonderful parents. Um, they are eighty-four and eighty, and they are lovely people, but. <laughs> However, sometimes they say some pretty funny things. And I dad said, "Well, what what are the uh NFL COVID protocols?" And I said, "Well, you have to have two negative tests, you know, before you can go uh, you know, be out of the protocols." And he said, "Well, can they be right after each other?" <laughs> you can't take a test and then like five minutes later take another test and be like just I'm good. back to back <laughs> i'm good so um i appreciate dad's connivingness and trying to yes. kind of, you know how can we circumvent these rules for the benefit of my team yeah <laughs> anyhow um yeah so jalen hurts had a great game you know i think he's getting a better understanding of hey i don't you know, let's just not tuck it and run every time. Um, and yep. let's not, you know, be taking big blow up hits. 
And, you know, he threw some, uh, that touchdown pass to, um, Greg Ward, uh, Greg Ward, uh, was, you know, pretty good. And then he just had some flat drops, right? He was 20 to 26. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he, had, had, he had Minshew numbers. Yeah, he could have had two or three uh, more completions if those guys caught the ball. But it, last night it was like 38 and rainy. You know, not exactly great uh, passing weather. So, Yep, yep. Uh, hey, I was I was listening to a bunch of the radio shows today. I think Florio Sims, Michael uh, Robinson, former player, and Willie McGinnis, former player, all basically had the same kind of like, you know, thought in that, you know, Jalen Hurts is really becoming kind of a solid quarterback. You know, they're not going to jump on the train that he's kind of their quarterback for the future. I don't think the Eagles are there yet either. But they also said, too, that the Eagles are, you know, are definitely a team that could make some noise in the playoffs, uh, that people aren't going to want to face them because they could pose an interesting threat to a team's playoff run. Well, yeah, definitely. I mean, you're looking at the Eagles have won, what, you know, three of the last four, four of the last five. And then you look at one of the teams that they can potentially play in the first round is like the Cardinals. And the Cardinals have lost like three or four in a row, right? Yeah. And so it comes down to, yeah, the, you know, a team may have a better seed in the playoffs, but it's all about who's playing their best, you know, um, ball right now. Yep. Yep. But, like the, yeah, I mean the Cowboys are are coasting too. I mean, they're right. not exactly tearing up the field. Right. John, you said right. their name. Oh shit! You're right. <laughs> I'll have to go back. I'll have to go back and bleep that out. I'm pretty sure uh, Colin has a bleep out function. Yeah. So the, yeah, like the Cardinals are three and four out of the last seven, and the Eagles are. Where are the Eagles? Uh, at the last seven, they're five and two. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. Yeah, I'll, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, and uh, uh, unfortunately, I, one of those twos is uh, uh the New York football big blue baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So once again, as I said, you know, we were three and one with Jordan Howard played. He plays again last night. We're now four and one with him playing. Four and one with him playing. Yeah. Uh, three and six without him. Yeah. So I mean, I you know the other thing people are talking about is how much how amazing the O line is, which uh, I would agree with completely as they continue to to uh, lead the league in rushing at 165 yards a game. I think the next team down is is your Indianapolis Colts, and then they're a good you know I, I think almost eight yards less than that. Then after I think then after. Yeah, and the right. interesting part about that too is that the Colts. I mean, they're a one pony show, right? I mean, they're Jonathan Taylor, and like that's it. If Jonathan Taylor goes down, great, great first I, name, by the way. Uh, I, I that, see what you did there. A one pony team, the Colts. Oh yes, yeah, the Colts. I like that. Whereas the Eagles are built very differently. I mean, they're not. You know, obviously, we we just kind of said something that would imply something else with uh, the fact that that. Um, uh, the Eagles play much better with Jordan Howard in there, but you know, generally speaking, it's you're not completely relying on Jordan Howard. No, no. Well, and also the Colts have uh, you know Carson Wentz, right? Who last this past weekend was five for twelve. Yeah, so pretty nice some stellar numbers. Yeah, it tells you what uh, what they're what Frank Reich is thinking right now. Right, Frank Reich, uh, just hand the ball off, Carson. Yeah. 
So right now, Hertz is averaging 5.6 yards a carry, Sanders 5.5 yards a carry, Howard 5.2 yards a carry, and Boston Boston yeah. Scott 4.7 yards a carry. So let's throw the ball. Yeah, John. I know, I know. You know what? <laughs> I, I, at least Nick's coming around on me. I think he's coming around for a lot of people. So uh, he's he's yeah. he's he's listening. It took it was you know took him a little time, but he's coming around. I, I, I saw one article or article or headline today that said that he's now in the running for a coach of the year. I was like, like slow whoa, down. Whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Let's let's put that beer down, please. Yeah. Yeah. Beer. Put that, you know, shot and beer and whatever else you have between your legs down. That came out wrong. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'll have to bleep that out. <laughs> you're, you're, you're back on the toilet, John. Yeah. Speaking of editing, John. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah. The EPs. Uh, EP is going to yell at me for that one. <laughs> I'll move on to the next subject. Yes. My, my my next note is Jalen Reger, <laughs> uh, who actually showed up this game with three catches for 57 yards. Uh, I just got a dirty look from EP. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? Uh uh, yeah, yeah, no, I, you know, yeah. I think the last thing I was going to say, I was just say, you know, the guy showed up, good for him, good to see. I say the one thing that I did notice during the game a lot is he he has a lot of downfield blocks for uh, for for uh, Miles and those guys, which would explain why my, why Miles Sanders kind of came to his defense on social media last night. But you know, if Jalen Rager can turn himself around, I mean, that'd be a world of difference for uh, for the Eagles. Well, turn himself around. I mean, even if he's just decent, we'll just even take a ninety-degree turn. We we'll take any kind of turn from him. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, he had three returns, three putt returns for twenty-two yards. So, positive yards. We'll take that from him. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, Jalen played well. The O line played great, even though the O line, I think was on another configuration. So shout out to uh, Jeff Stoutland um, for just being an amazing O-line coach. Um, yeah, they should just sign that guy to like a lifetime contract. Oh, yeah. Yep. That guy shouldn't buy a beer in Philadelphia for the rest of his life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I did hear another, another vignette uh, that, you know, Howard Eskin on the sideline, the king, Everyone calls him the king because he looks like the guy from Burger King. Um, he said when Mylotta came over the sideline after he got called for that holding penalty, uh, he came over and said to Stoutland, I thought you could do that. <laughs> <laughs> bear hug him? So, yeah, bear hug him. So I think he's still in kind of learning, learning mode. You know what's crazy is you watch that and like his arms wrapped fully around that guy. A defensive back, yet he's probably a substantial human being unto himself with shoulder pads on. <laughs> like you lose perspective, like how massive my Lotta is. He's like six eight three sixty. Yeah, Jesus, he's a, he's a beast. He's a beast. I did. I did see. Uh, I did see. You know, in my oodles of time over the past two weeks since the Eagles have played. Um, there is a lineman out there in who he's a freshman in college who's seven foot four hundred. I mean, at that point, it's like it's too big, right? I mean, 
Well, what size shoes the guy wear? Like yeah. 30? <laughs> yeah, like a uh, pipe or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, no, he's, yeah, he's just a beast. And you know what? He's only going to get better, right? Um, he's just a massive uh, person. So. Yep. And he's he's still rel- relatively young, right? I think he's only like, what, 25? Yeah, no, he's young. He's young. It's like his second or third year. I um, mean, between him and Dickerson on that left side, I've said it. I've said it again. I'll you know, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I mean, those two. I mean, are just going to be locked down left side for the next, you know, seven eight years. Right, right. Uh, speaking of my lot, uh, Andre Dillard on the COVID list. <laughs> really didn't miss him no. last night. No, we sure didn't. <laughs> Who? Uh, Who? What you know? One of our former first round picks. <laughs> Oh my god! Yes. It makes my no. Never mind. I won't say it. Um, um, anything else for uh, no, John? Who gets John? Who gets the credit for the win? Who gets the credit for the win? Um, you know, I, I I'm gonna give a thirty percent to our boy Nick. I think he called a good game. Um, Nicole? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, he's uh, actually Sirian is bringing uh, respect back to the name Nick. So. Uh, thing. Uh, yeah, he's not coach of the year by no means, but you know, uh, I'll give thirty to um, uh, to our boy Mister Hertz, um, and then another thirty to the offensive line for just being studs, and then you know the last ten I'll just give to the kind of the running back core overall. I'm going to give this 100 percent to uh, Sirianni. Oh, look at you! Be, wow. Yeah. No, I think. Uh, wow. You know, the whole delay of the game, the putting uh, big play slay in on offense. You know, I thought for sure the ball yeah. was going to go to him. Um, you know, having the guys ready to play, you know, making sure that, you know, there's a lot of things also behind the scenes you got to do in order to make sure guys don't get COVID, right? And our list, knock on yeah. wood, has yeah. been minimal. Now I say that Sirianni now has COVID, but I think that's – you know, so we'll just have to see. But yeah, now I think he's, you know, he's improving him and his coaching staff. They're, you know, they're getting better. So uh, yep. I'll give it to him. Yep. No, oh, well, okay. Uh, okay. Um, Evan, anything you want to add to the who gets credit or we can push on? Uh, no is a fine answer. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I would just like to know what it's like to talk about being relevant in December. <laughs> oh, How's that Evan. feel, gentlemen? Is it, I haven't felt that in god damn it, ten years. Yeah. I know, I know. We'll get it we'll get to that. Uh you, you'll have your you'll have right. your time to lament in about uh ten minutes. Uh, okay, so we're, we're debuting. So we, we kind of, during our non-bye week, we thought we'd retool the format. So uh, we have a new segment. It's called uh, Seven Questions, not Ten Questions. The format, Rick, I sent you said Ten Questions, but I put seven in the uh, – because ten was too many. I was like, you know what? Ten's too many. So I got – so this week I'm asking Rick seven questions. Eh, most of it revolves around, you know, Eagles and football – uh, Eagles football, Philadelphia, and whatnot. So, uh, Rick, did you do your homework? I did my homework, Excellent. John. Okay, so let's let for once in my lifetime. Uh, you weren't the derelict in, in school. I was. I was the one who wouldn't 
No, I was more no. derelict. I was pretty derelicty though in, uh, in school. I wasn't uh, very good. But anyway, uh, so the first question for another time. Yeah, for another time. The first question is, you know, kind of a, a pretty modest softbally question. Who is the current team MVP for the Eagles? Player that is. Uh, I would, you know, I would have to say Jalen Hurts. You know, yeah. uh, we came into this, you know, we had a couple of games last year. He's basically like a rookie at the end of the year. And, you know, I mean, it could, it, when I look at it and say, uh, you know, it could have been him or Carson Wentz. Like, I don't know if I could have lived through another season with Carson Wentz. So I'd have to say the most valuable player is Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I would agree with you. I think the as much as we give Howie a hard time, I think he did the right, it was the right move to go with, go with Hurts. Yeah, I think Howie is the master of creating awkward situations. Carson Wentz, you're a franchise quarterback. Okay, we just draft, drafted this guy who, you know, no one saw coming. Yeah, it's almost like he creates a disaster so he can, like, relish the moment he gets us out of the disaster. Right, right. Yeah. He's like uh, he's like the fireman who sets his house on fire and says, oh, hey, yeah. guys, yeah. come, you know. Yeah. Um, He's also Look, a guy who's like Jalen Hurts is playing really great, and then he's seen like scouting a quarterback in college. Like, yeah, <laughs> what yeah. are you doing? Hello, mixed signals. Yeah. So anyhow, who just happens to be a big Eagles fan, nonetheless? I, I you know, I'm a guy. Um, I would not be want to be the person who dates uh, uh, Howie Roseman. I know he's a married guy, but can you imagine like dating that guy? Like, talk about mixed signals. No. Uh, yeah, right. Oh my God. So anyhow, uh, question two, if you could pull any player from the Eagles history and put it on the current team, who would it be? Oh, good question. Yeah. Now now I I, I framed it. I, I, what I wanted to kind of think about like who could come in and really help this team out and really kind of push them over a, uh, uh, over, over an edge and kind of make them a, a really good team. Uh, you know, I thought a lot about this, and um, I would have to say, Papal, <laughs> exactly. You exactly. sell tickets. Um, <laughs> I would have to say, Bill. I'm going to go with Bill Bergie, like middle linebacker. You know, mm. blowing snot out his nose. You know, just like a really gruff, yep. enthusiastic guy. Our linebacking core isn't the best. And I think he would, you know, provide some leadership on the defensive side. Rule number yeah, 66. Yeah. Uh, I would agree. I, th- I think uh, the, this question was born out of, like, um, just watching and thinking about, like, God, if they had, like, a Seth Joyner out there, it would really help a lot. Um, cool. Okay. All right. So uh, question number three. Best movie that it is about or occurs in Philly? Yeah, I I was going to ask you about that. Uh, so um, about or and there's been a lot of really good uh, Philadelphia movies. Actually, if yep. you walk down a corridor in the Philadelphia airport, they have every movie that was ever filmed in Philadelphia. The poster um, because you got. Let me just go through some of them. Right, uh, Glass, yep. Unbreakable, Invincible, Rocky. Creed. Never heard of it. I know your favorite, John. In Her Shoes. Oh, my God. I love that. <laughs> Silver Linings. Sixth Sense. Trading Places. I mean, come on. Trading Places. That, yeah. Yep. Uh, Philadelphia. Uh, 
Witness. Oh, that's right. Oh, good film. Good film. Uh, Baby Mama. Yeah. World War Z. <laughs> Rocky Two. Rocky Three. Rocky Four. Rocky Five. Uh, no, I would have to say like Creed Two. Is there a there was a Creed Two, wasn't there? I believe so. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So I would have to say a serious movie, uh, uh, Philadelphia, and then funny movie, um, would have to mm-hmm. be Trading Places. So, yep, that would be my answer. Good picks. Uh, question four: Angelo or to camera? I'm a to camera guy. So Angelo, you know, he's retiring. So um, he's kind of funny, but I can only take him in doses. Uh, but the cameras, yeah. uh, the camera has like this encyclopedia. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's memory. Yeah, it's, it's kind of ridiculous. It's kind of scary. Yeah. Angelo is definitely uh, that uh, on air or that radio personality when, you know, people kind of in the uh, on, at the network level need to find someone who like sounds like an extreme version of a Philadelphia radio guy. They go straight to like Angelo clips. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. Fifth question. And this is, this is a real one. And I, I, this has always kind of uh, vexed me for, for a while. Uh, as Rick mentioned, our parents, lovely people uh, from Ohio. Well, my dad is. And I wanted to find out why is dad not a Browns fan? Because the small backstory you know, is my dad cut and he'll, he'll probably roll some eyes when he's listening to this because he listens to this eventually. He cut their honeymoon short so he could get back inside of Ohio to, to listen to the Browns game or watch the Browns game. <laughs> it's right out of Diner, the movie Diner. Yeah, yeah. The, guy, the guy's wife had to pass the Colts test in order to, to marry him. <laughs> Well, mom, yeah, mom well, doesn't I, know shit about football, so anyway. <laughs> yeah, she, I mean, she's got to be reminded that the Eagles play on Sunday at 1 o'clock. Um, yeah. That's another story. That's kind of a little uh, aside there. We kind of had a yeah. little conflict over the past couple weeks on that. But all is well, because mom made a call to the NFL and moved the game until Oh, and that's why it moved <laughs> Because mom had wanted to have lunch out. Mom wanted to have lunch with friends and Jim yeah. and our brother yeah. and all that. Um, yeah. yeah, no, you know what? A couple of years ago, I asked him this, and I think, and I want to say that his answer was that, you know, uh, he grew up as a Browns fan, went to Browns games, um, and but then you know the, there's a, a bunch of years there where you know they were overseas, and then he moved back to Philadelphia, yeah. and he just couldn't see Brown's games for like 20 or 30 years. Um, because and he, and he had three kids. <laughs> well, yeah, but also, I mean, that was that time where you only got the games that were in, that were broadcast in your region. Right? Yeah. Like you yeah. would only get, you get like a ABC or a CBS game and a, what NBC game back in the day, uh, right? And then like a Monday night football game. And so, you know, and the Browns were not that good, right? I mean, and they disappeared. Didn't they disappear for a little bit of time? They did. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I always, when I see the Browns play the Ravens, I'm like, oh, that's like, yeah, yeah, it makes your yeah, it breaks your brain for a second. Yeah, so I think that's I think he just couldn't see them for like twenty or thirty yeah. years, and by that time he 
you know, the Eagles kind of grew on him. And I think also he became a really big, he was a big, a big fan of Vermeil because Vermeil is like hard work, you know, um, you know, yeah, I, yeah. Vermeil like would have, he wouldn't have like two a days. He would have like three a days. He'd have like three practices in a day. Yeah. I mean, he was like hardcore. And so I think dad became a big fan of his. So, and then also, I mean, the guy made a wine, makes wine, right? So right up there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Makes red wine. So yeah. 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 In, that, that's wheelhouse. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, question six, Keith Jackson, Dallas Goddard or Zach Ertz. Who's the best? Yeah, it's, and this is very difficult. You know, I don't have uh, very many memories of uh, Keith Jackson, so it's kind of hard for me to evaluate it. And plus, they were, that was, you know, more during the time where it was more running than uh, passing. And before this year, I would have said Ertz and then Dallas Goddard, but, and this is very difficult for me because Zach Ertz is a fellow Monta Vista Mustang. Um, but I would have to say Dallas Goddard now. Yep, I, I'm right there with you. Even though, I, I, even I, though I am Facebook friends with Zach Ertz's mom and Zach Ertz's brother, but I'm gonna have to go with Dallas Goddard. Hopefully, they never listen to this. Yep. Yeah. Well, if, if they do, let me know, and I'll uh, reach in and I'll just bleep out this whole sentence. Yeah, please do. Uh, last one. Um, this is probably an easy one. Uh, total softball vet or link, and why? Uh yeah. No, I'm still like old school vet guy because that's where I've, yeah. that's where i saw my first football game yeah. that's where i saw my first baseball game that's where i um saw my first um uh you know my old story the very first football game i we went to and we went to go to the bathroom and there's a guy peeing in the sink and dad was like don't look at that. Don't look, don't look, don't look over there. Of course, you know, I was like in fourth grade, so I started staring. Right. And the, the guy says, these, these new pissers really cramp our, really cramp my style. <laughs> and I've told that story about a million times since then. So, uh, yeah. Uh, excellent. All right. Well, that wraps up seven questions. Uh, I don't have any sounder to kind of like wrap it up. So that's about as good as it's going to get at this point. John, it looks like we have a caller. Oh, should we, uh, should we, should we take a caller? Yeah, let's bring him in. I have no yeah. idea who this is. That's uh okay. Let's see. All right. Caller. Uh, never. What's up? What's up for me? Our favorite NFL team. Fly, Eagles, fly, baby. Fly, Eagles, fly. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. Eagles! Anything else for you? We, we, we can answer more. All right, I think... I think the, the, uh, we already beat the Saints. We already beat the Saints. But if they want to come again, we'll beat them again. Yeah. It was a lot to a little, too. Uh, well, you know, who knows? Uh, yeah, yeah, lost, lost, yeah, lost to them, but you know, we'll yeah. see. Uh, Eagles hey. are Eagles are a different team than what they were uh, the first couple of weeks. So, hey, we have a history of beating Tom Brady teams in the yep. uh, in the Super Bowl. Yeah, in the playoffs, history is a little bit on our side. All right, who's your favorite team, Neva? Oh, yep, Neva's gone. gone. All right, thanks, All right. Neva, for the questions. Come yeah, back anytime. Like 
I, I like that, Hal. You had you said this segment was going to be ten questions. You had seven, and then Neva had three. Yeah. How about that? I, yeah. Uh, just a reminder, since Neva's you know on here and he, he's he's still listening, we are on every Wednesday, five thirty Pacific, eight thirty Eastern. Uh, we do have a uh, a ten minute. Uh, pre-game show, uh, 30 minutes before the Eagles kick off. So check your local listings when the Eagles kick off, subtract 30 minutes, and you will listen to the fastest 30 minutes, or f- sorry, fastest 10 minutes on the call-in app, all Eagles. We Well, uh, we are live at 8.30 Eastern, 5.30 Pacific on Wednesdays, but you can always get us. Yes, on demand. On the yep. call-in app. Like I said before, if you have a, a direct flight from San Francisco to uh, to Paris, we have now 13 episodes, so we can fill your whole flight with eagle goodness. <laughs> you can binge. Yeah, you can binge, binge us. us. Yeah. So speaking of uh, next week, let's uh, – should we get into the Giants? Yes, let's talk Giants. Evan, Evan, Evan well, uh, again, welcome to the show. We're glad to have you. Uh, well, thanks for having me back, boys. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited we're on a – two-win winning streak against your Eagles. So, yep. you know, this is – it's unprecedented times for us. And this, this yeah, is – you guys are on a two-game winning streak, but I've <laughs> seen you're on a three-game losing streak against everyone else. Well, you know, this is essentially the Giants' playoff game, right? They're not officially eliminated. So – No, they're not. There's no E next to their name. Uh, no, yeah. not yet. So this is their playoff game. This is it. This is the Giants Super Bowl. So, so you're saying there's still a chance? Uh, absolutely not. But <laughs> <laughs> no, we have hit absolute rock bottom. Um, I mean, the fact that I guess, oh my God, it's okay. So I'm like, I don't know why. Maybe I was just glutton for punishment. I said, okay, national game of the week. Giants, Giants. Uh, the other team from Texas are playing against each other. I'll watch and just to watch the sidelines. I'm like, you know, you watch plays and then they go wide and they show. And I'm just watching the Giants coach. Like, how can you stay with this guy, Glennon? He's so bad. <laughs> the guy's just overthrowing receivers, throwing terrible interceptions, like it was a high school football game. And I'm just like, dude, put anyone else in. Anyone. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say if 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 Evan the Giants fan was a head coach, what were what would be the two or three things you would have the Giants do this year with the the players you have in place to at least try to do something? Well, listen, I, they can do no. This is it. If you hit right, rock, they can do no right. If you hit rock bottom, so sure. The the is he even a, Jake Fromm. Let's go. Here we go. Suit him up. Get him in there. <laughs> Get him in there. Um, you know, it's just – it's a comedy show watching the offensive line. I mean, it's just – if you guys don't blow out the Giants this week, then, you know. Yeah, well, yeah. That's what you said a couple weeks yeah. ago. I'm not playing – Yeah, I, I get what you're trying to do. Reverse, yeah, reverse psychology. I, I'm not buying it. You, you oh, no, us once serious. of that. You're not going to get us twice. Okay, but seriously, come on. I mean, Giants – Rick, you'll probably know. What are the Giants averaging? Six points a game? Seven points a game? Uh, yeah. I think uh, – oh, wait. I think I looked this up, actually. They're uh, – no. They're 27th in total offense. And then they're 26th in rush offense, even though they have the, quote, generational running back uh, on their team. Oh, 
Don't get me started with that guy. I know. They, uh, they scored two, uh, 238 points. So that's, uh, what, one, seven, like 18 points a game. Okay, and here's a stellar stat for you. Take a guess who's their leading point scorer. The kicker? Oh, uh, correct. <laughs> what yeah. does that tell you about this, this anemic offense? It's oh, just... you know what? I did hear this. I, you know what? The, yeah, he's responsible for like 40% of the point, yeah. point output for the Giants. That's insane. That's sad. That's really pathetic. Except when it's against the Eagles. For whatever reason, they can muster, you know, 21 points or whatever. And the Eagles just lay, there was a, lay an egg. There was a good article in ESPN yesterday on about like the demise of the Giants and the Jets franchises over the past decade. And, you know, again, it starts at the top, right? You've got just this these old school owners that are just scared of change. Yep. And the mayor, mayor obviously, I guess, you know, he's got more dollars in it than Tish. But still, it's like, come on, man. It's time to change. Time to change. Yeah. Oh wait, is this Joe Biden on the on the <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. Oh <laughs> uh, no, but I mean yes. So is go ahead. Is uh is so who's gonna is it really gonna be from that starts this weekend? God, I hope so. Because I really, you know, I was looking back at Mike Lennon, I thought he'd signed a huge contract a couple years ago. He did. He signed a three year this is how bad the Bears are. In 2017, he signed a three-year, $45 million contract with the Bears. Oh, wow. shit. <laughs> that's just... Is that not crazy? Yeah, I, I didn't know that. And that's ridiculous. That's insane. Yeah. And now, and this year, he's making uh, 1.3 with the Giants. Still overpaid. <laughs> I go back to the old joke. He should have two L's in the name Glennon. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so yeah, they've shut down uh, Jones, right? So yes, old Danny Boy has been shut down for the year. Yeah. Um, so Evan, to answer your question, the Giants are averaging 17 points a game. Okay, there you go, and that's you know that ain't going to cut it in the NFL. Yep. Nope. But it all no, starts. It's not. In, it, it all if, starts in the trenches. Yeah. So again, how the hell we? The defense obviously. Hung in there. Kudos to them. First game against the Eagles. But, I mean, those poor bastards, what are they playing for now? Roster spots on that team? I'd be like, get me out of here. I mean, at this point, right? I was going to say, don't you guys have some young studs on there you're looking, you just want to get reps in for? I mean, this is basically just turning into glorified practice. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's what it's come down to, right? It's like who's gonna who's sticking around for next year? That's really what it comes down to. Pathetic, but true. But I was yeah. looking. Go ahead, John. No, I say if they're shutting down Jones, I mean, is that uh, is he really injured, or are they just shutting him down just to kind of, you know, at least keep his confidence in place so he doesn't just kind of keep taking L's? Uh, I w- I would say that's a, a fair assessment. Uh, uh, well, I. I would say that he's uh, he's got some neck issue that they're saying that you know. But I don't think they want to toy, with, toy that. with that. Yeah, but our our but it's like you. It's like you guys were saying about Hurts, right? Don't you can't just send this guy running the ball all the time. He's going to get destroyed. That's what running backs are built for. You can't have your your quarterback just tuck and run. Yeah. He's going to get killed. 
Yeah, our best strategy in beating teams lately is hope that they uh, have a bunch of COVID uh, cases. <laughs> so, so what's yeah. the COVID status of the Giants? God. Oh man, I'm with your I'm with your dad. Just just test them twice quickly. Put them back out there. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Uh, yeah, it looks like there's a bunch of guys on that are questionable. It doesn't say that they're in COVID, but uh, Barkley's questionable with an ankle. Shocker. Oh, Cullen Shocker. Galaspia, a fullback, the guy who caught a touchdown pass against us. He's questionable. We don't need him playing against us. He lit us up. <laughs> South Philly yeah, boy. South Philly boy yeah. catching, you know, catching his first pass. That's right. Caught it with his knee pads. Touchdown. While he's on his, while he's basically laying on the turf, um, Austin Johnson questionable. That was ridiculous. Leonard Williams questionable. Andrew Thomas questionable. New York Giants questionable. <laughs> oh my god! Every New York Giants fan questionable. Out, out, <laughs> out. Uh, but yeah, I guess Sterling Shepard's out. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. I feel bad for him. I mean, that guy was – he was a player. I mean, definitely for playing for a lot of shitty New York teams. I mean, he was one kid that did show up week in and week out. So, blowing out your ACL or no, his Achilles, that's a rough That's a rough go. So, I feel bad for that, dude. Yep. You wish Gettleman would blow out his ACL. Huh? Uh, yeah, and, and something else. <laughs> <laughs> No, please. This is a uh, you know open forum. Feel free to express yourself. He can just blow it out his ass, take his walking <laughs> papers. But again, it, it it starts with the owners, right? It's like you know, it's like what the hell were they thinking keeping Eli around, right, for his last two years? And everyone's like, well, why did he least Why you know why did they continue? Of course, Eli's going to show up. He paid him forty million dollars his last two years to play, and he could, and he was awful. So what you're saying with uh, Gettleman that they need to do a colonoscopy on him to check his brain? Is that what you're saying? Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) But, you know, Gettleman will probably be re-signed by the Chicago Bears. (laughs) Yeah. Take over their franchise. Um, But it's just... uh, I'm willing to bet uh, the the Giants clean house in the offseason. I just... I certainly hope so. I just don't think... um, yeah, I just don't think these guys are sticking around. I, I don't see how they can keep Judge around, but they're talking they are. And again, I think that's a terrible move. It's like the GM is going to want to work with a new coach. It's just it's how things work in the NFL. You can't just yeah, and you yeah. you can't just try to stick a you know the whole square and around whole peg kind of thing. So it's like just get rid of everybody. Get rid of his coaching staff. Well. I, I I know you guys have beaten the Eagles, but at four and ten, I just think they should keep the status quo for next year. <laughs> You'd love that, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't see I don't see any problem whatsoever there. Um, no, the the good thing is for the Eagles is that the Giants are one and six on the road. Yeah, you got a there chance. And let's see. Let's look at the last time. When was the last time the Giants won in the vet? October 27, 2013. <laughs> they defeated your Eagles 15 to 7. That was seven. a long t- Oh, boy. 
yeah, we need to score some points uh, this week. So none of this, none of this thirteen to seven crap like last time we played <laughs> you guys. Jeez. No, they need to come out like like Ricky said yesterday. They need to stomp some throats and you know do all that like out of the shoots. Yeah, they got to no, they got to play pissed off basically. No interception off the heel. You know, just like you know, with teams like this at this time of year, you just got to come out and. You know, you can't give them any reason to stick around in the game, right? Just get them down and keep them on the ground, stomp on their neck. Maybe I should stop, but yeah, I gotta stop say, using that thing. metaphor. That's, Listen, uh, if, if Glennon trots out there on on Sunday, it's an automatic W for Philadelphia. But if Fromm's trots out there, I don't know. That's an X factor, that, you know, because there's not a lot of film on this kid. Yeah. But... You know, I mean, it's not like he played for Duke football team. He played for a legit football team in college. So, um, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, All right. Anything else we want to talk about in terms of looking forward to our uh, New York football giants? I would say this last closing stat, if the Giants win on Sunday, that ties up the all-time series between the two franchises, it would be 88, 88, and two. Oh, fascinating. So we got that going for us. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Optimism there's, reigns. There's something to play for. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's, let's move Moving on. on. Our, our next segment. Um, in the past, we called it around the NFL. Rather than kind of eat the whole pig, I, you know, I kind of pruned a couple of kind of, I'll say, headlines from a from the NFL this week, and we can kind of chat about those real quick. First one is an easy one. Urban Meyer out. Maybe he can go to the Giants as a head coach. Uh, not surprising. Uh, well-deserved firing there. That guy was an idiot. Um, he even went on the what NFL Network or something like that and basically blamed other people for him getting fired, which was ridiculous. Um, yep. Uh, the next note I had, uh, so the Pro Bowl uh, rosters just came out. Um, a few notables uh, right off the bat. Uh, Justin Jefferson made it. Uh, Eagles fans know him well. Um, Kyle Pitts, tight end, got picked over uh, our boy Dallas Goddard, which I think is a sin. And Jonathan Allen, uh, the Washington football team, their defensive tackle, I believe. Yeah, he's a D-tackle, who just got manhandled last night, uh, made it. Um the Eagles that made it, Jason Kelsey, Darius Slay. Uh, it's ridiculous that only Kelsey's the only one that made it on, uh, on off the offensive line. So uh, some interesting picks, and it's uh, you know kind of usual uh, slew of other dudes, your your uh, Brady's and your Rogers and all those dopes. Uh, yeah, I'm just scrolling through here. Yeah, geez, the Eagles only got two. Yep. Um. Did the Giants get any? any? I would be shocked if any of those clowns made it. Uh, maybe, yeah, the maybe the long snapper? <laughs> I see. Here is the uh, rosters. Uh, oh, was it? Mike Lennon. Lennon. Oh, yeah. uh, no, he's just Yankee. Waterboy? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no Giants. No Giants. This isn't like baseball where they, you know, have to include one from every, every team's team. Every team's got to represent you. Yeah. <laughs> 
any uh, any other thoughts on the? I mean, the Pro Bowl is kind of a. I mean, no one watches the game, so who gives a shit from that standpoint? I think it's just interesting to see kind of. I, I think it was fascinating. Justin Herbert got on there. Um, his first time. Uh, two Kelseys made it. Travis Kelsey made it too. Um, which uh, you know, you can make an argument down the road. Both Kelseys will be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's entirely possible. Yeah, it's entirely possible at two two yeah. completely different positions, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, the owner so, of the the owner of the Sixers made it on the NFC roster. Josh Harris, long snapper. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, all right. The, the next uh, the next item I had, um, you know, kind of playing off of the the Eagles and their rushing attack. Kind of positing the idea of like the return of like the the large, I'll say, middle linebacker, right? I mean, nowadays your middle linebackers, a lot of your linebackers are almost kind of like oversized safeties. So I'm curious, your guys' thoughts. Do you think you'll see kind of? I mean, everyone's kind of returning to the run, or at least that's kind of the the popular theme these days. Do you th- do you see kind of your Brian Urlachers, your James Harrisons, your your kind of big, you know, inside linebackers kind of making a comeback? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Uh, yeah, I think what you need in a linebacker these days is somebody who can tackle and somebody who can speed, um, speed. Yeah. Interesting. You gotta have, you gotta have, you have to have somebody who can cover a tight end because you're getting the Urses and the Dallas Goddards of the world that, you know, if they split them out and, you know, it's a, uh, and you, the linebacker has to have them, you know, they're, they got to cover them or else they're just going to destroy it. Right. You know, as far as speed. Yep. So. So no is the answer. I mean, cause safeties are coming up and stuff in the run now. Right. So that's why I would say, well, that's the, that's the thing, right? I mean, safeties are helping out the linebackers cause you got linebackers in there who can't, stuff up stuff a gap right but then do your safety is going to become your your you know cover your tight ends instead of linebackers it's a good question all right well that was a zinger question let's move on to the next one uh (laughs) playoffs so everyone's talking playoffs 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 so I thought it, we kind of know everyone who's who's in or who's in the running. I thought it was interesting to see that this year the the Falcons are probably not going to make it, the Seahawks aren't going to make it, and the Steelers aren't going to make it. Which basically means you're looking at the demise of Matt Ryan, Ben Roethlisberger, and you know you got to think Russell Wilson's out of the uh, out of Seattle after this year, right? Uh, no question. Yep. So Matt Ryan's got to be done. Yeah. I mean, at, at what point? I mean, they, they got to stop riding that pony. Um, mm-hmm. And then I, the other one I put down is the Bears. The Bears are just awful. I, I, that's another kind of like team, like in the vein of the Giants, where it's like this is a storied franchise, and they just can't seem to get it together. I I watched that game uh, some of that game the other night. I mean, they're not they're really bad. They're not just bad. Yeah. They're really bad. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised Najee is like still sticking around. I, I don't understand how that fell apart either. I don't. Is he really that bad of a coach? You think he's going to be kept? I think he's 
gone. Oh, man. no, I think he's gone, too. I just, I'm yeah. surprised he's not gone already. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it's like the thing, right? You just, well, who, yeah. After, especially after the blow up and the disaster last week, I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, you know, this this will be the week that people really get fired because we all know why Chip Kelly got fired because he did not show up to Jeff Lurie's um, Christmas party. So we have, and he was fired on the spot for that. So that, you know, we'll have to see who attends the owner's Christmas party and who doesn't. And uh, uh, I ju- I just checked the Bears website. Matt Nagy is still on the website, so he's still the coach. Okay. <laughs> you, just, you just never know. Surprise, he just pull his photo down. Um, uh, yeah, no, we'll, ha- we'll have to wait for what do they call that, like uh, Black Monday or. Yeah. Yes, Black Monday. You know, the, uh, yeah. speaking of, uh, the Bears do have two uh, Eagle coach veterans. Uh, coaching veterans. Uh, one, John D. Filippo. Yeah. Uh, the other one, yeah. who uh, will always kind of frustrate the hell out of uh, Eagles fans, Juan Castillo. <laughs> He's the offensive line coach for what? What was he? He was like the defensive coordinator or something like that for like a year or two. He he was the offensive line coach, and then they need a defensive coordinator, and he convinced. Uh, uh, Andy Reid to make a defensive coordinator, and he lasted yeah. like half a season. And oh my and god, Reid fired him. Yeah, oh, that was just brutal. D. Filippo, D. Filippo is a Rander High product. He's back at Rander High School. His dad mm. was the AD at Villanova before going to Boston College. Um, so, little local mm. angle there for you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he was an uh, assistant with the Eagles uh, during the Peterson. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, years. Did not know that. He was a quarterback coach, and then they did not. He wanted to interview for a coordinator position, and they did not let him. That's how much they thought of him. They wanted to keep him around. But he's kind. Of, he's kind of gone different places. It's just like flamed out. He went to the. Raiders for like a year. He went to the Jaguars for the, I mean, he's, I don't know. Like, when do you officially call it done? Do you have to go to like all 32 teams and be like, all right, you have to get them all. And then, <laughs> then you, then you, then you go sell insurance, uh, you know, in uh, Little Rock, Arkansas. Yeah. <laughs> what do you have against Little Rock, Arkansas? I, I have nothing against insurance or Little Rock, Arkansas. I think insurance is very important. People need it these days. And Little Rock is very nice, but it's, you know, a little different than uh, coaching in the NFL. Yeah, so he's uh, – this is where all the different places he's coached, right, since 2000. Fordham, Notre Dame, Columbia, New York Giants, Oakland Raiders, New York Jets, San Jose State, Oakland Raiders, Cleveland Browns, Philadelphia Eagles, Minnesota Vikings, Jacksonville Jaguars, Chicago Bears. I mean – Rick, like I've been telling you, it's one gigantic washing machine. Yeah, you're not wrong. Does that guy yeah, ever from- unpack or what? <laughs> Probably not. He's been living out of a suitcase for the past 21 years. Um, yeah. So. On the flip side of the coin, uh, the I'll say playing the opposite uh, of that guy, uh, John Harbaugh has coached, just for a point of reference for everyone, has coached on two NFL teams, the, NFL, uh, the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles and the Baltimore Ravens. So that is that is your opposite end of the spectrum of that dude. 
He is uh, one of the very few coaches who went from special teams coach to head coach. Uh, yeah, no, that's yeah, that's a good point. Um, so he's yeah, right up there with Joe Judge. <laughs> yeah, special teams coaches are usually <laughs> the ones like yeah, if if something happens to the team and they need to like uh, take over the team or something like that, they're the ones that usually step in as head coach. Because usually they're like seasoned veterans. Yeah. They're exposed to a lot of different players. Well, they also have the least to do. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like uh, punters and kickers. Like, do they, do they really have meetings? Like what would they have meetings about? Hey, just kick the ball better. Okay. Let's go. Uh, they have meetings. Uh, I can, I can verify that those do occur. Uh, but yeah, the, the way the giants ran uh, their, their practices, the first like, uh, like 40 minutes, 30 minutes was probably special teams. Then after that was all just, you know, offense, defense. So, I mean, after that first 30 minutes, it's like, yeah, well, the, 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 the uh, special teams coaches, I, I didn't, I didn't know what they were doing. I think they just ran off into a corner and just played tiddlywinks. God. <laughs> so. uh, all right. Um, I, the last one I had is uh, kudos to, uh, CJ uh, Gardner Johnson, troll of the week. He um, he he saw uh, Mr. Tom Brady uh, smash a uh, um, a Surface, a uh, Microsoft tablet, yeah, tablet yeah, on the yeah, sideline, yeah. and he tried to get Microsoft to send uh, uh, Mr. Brady a brand new tablet. Um, Microsoft turned him down, but sent uh, posted some uh, Surface care tips uh, on the Twitter the Twitter world. <laughs> So that was kind of funny. So. Uh, yeah, I did text uh, a guy I was fraternity brothers with is um, in charge of, he works for Microsoft as in charge of uh, sales of Microsoft surfaces at like large retailers <laughs> across the U.S. He was not, he, th- when things like that happen, that's not good for his numbers, right? especially right before Christmas. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> guys, guys, don't put that on the air, please. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, anyhow. Uh, Rick, unrelated topic of the week. You got anything for us this week? I, I've got so much to pick from. Um, should we talk about how Pottery Barn and William Sonoma fired people over the phone? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Maybe not. That's, um, that's a rough one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in Philadelphia, we're experiencing some really bad crime, and the DA came out and said, um, there's, you know, there's really not a problem with crime here in in Philadelphia. In the past week, uh, a groom was held up in Philadelphia outside of the Four Seasons. Oh God! <laughs> and today, a congresswoman was I saw that uh, carjacked um, after yeah. she supported no the defunding the police. Uh, but we don't have a problem here with crime, so. Well, you know what? It's, it's funny you say that. They, uh, here in San Francisco, London Breed, the mayor, I think, is like come come around, and I think she she basically threw the stake in the ground last week, and basically just had a, a press conference, and she even used some colorful metaphors in that the bullshit is over. Um, so she's basically going to, I guess, what they say, refund the police. Because uh, yeah, I mean, she basically said like straight, and this goes for like. I, there's there's not a person I I can think of who who doesn't know someone or firsthand hasn't had like their car broken into or something like that uh, in San Francisco. 
Um, I, I, somebody was telling me, or I heard in San Francisco now, they just leave the cars open, like the windows open, and yeah. there's nothing in them, so that people won't break into the window. Yeah, the so cars. you don't have to get your windows replaced. I would take it a step. Yeah. When I live in San Francisco, Ray, I did took it a step further. I left the glove box open. <laughs> <laughs> Not only did I leave my car unlocked, I left the glove box open saying, saying look, Diz, there's nothing in the car. There's nothing in there. You want to sleep in the air uh, the night? Go ahead. But don't, don't smash a window. Uh, this is in uh, Illinois uh, politician was carjacked this afternoon also in Chicago. Oh my God. So. Yeah, I think uh, uh, Evan, wasn't our, our buddy uh, Chris uh, Pete, didn't he get, get his car broken into like twice? Yes. And then uh, a friend of ours, yeah. Kevin, uh, car broken into. Uh, another friend of mine, um, Topher. Pat, I well, Topher from well, uh, sorry, also known as Topher from Berlin, uh, had his car broken into while in San Francisco. There's a you know, well, so the, the funny thing about that is Topher's father came to visit us in the late 80s, and his briefcase was stolen out of his rental car in San Francisco. And then his son, Topher, came to visit John like 30 years later and had his briefcase stolen out of his rental car. Same crime, 30 yeah. years apart. So yeah, same, 30 years apart. Father and son. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anything else for unrelated topic of the week? Break-ins, crime, rising, murder, mayhem? Uh, break-ins, crime, rising. Um, no, that's all that I can think of here in the greater Philadelphia area. Um, yeah, there, it's, it's a, there were a lot no. of offers for Philadelphia Eagles tickets uh, yesterday that I saw on Facebook and emails going around. Um, so people are hmm. trying to get rid of um, their tickets. Um, also, if you have a chance, go and uh, look up Joel Embiid. He now owns the Celtics. Uh, in the last <laughs> couple minutes of that game, he just took over and... He was double teamed. They were up to double teamed. He took a step back fadeaway jumper um, and made it um, to basically seal the game. He is a uh, stud. He's a big uh, boy. I'm going to the, the Wikipedia entrance and just seeing. Or uh, nope, looks uh, he is. He's no longer the owner. Oh, they changed it. Oh, okay. yeah. Somebody went in on a Wikipedia and on the Celtics Wikipedia page, put owner Joel Embiid. <laughs> uh, is there a way to see edit history in this? I don't know. Anyway, we don't have to like drag people. Through. We are on every Wednesday, 530 uh, uh, Pacific, 830 Eastern. Rick, what time is that in Nashville? Yeah, 730. We are also uh, on half hour before Eagles kickoff. Evan, will you be joining us for a uh, half hour before Eagles kick? Yes, I wanted to talk to you guys about that. I'm actually flying on Sunday. Is there any way to do it a little earlier? How early is earlier? Let's see. What my flight departs on Sunday. Utah. Are you to? Oh, school skiing. skiing in Utah. Let me see. When is my flight? Stand by. What time? So what uh, time are you doing? Make, like nine? Nothing makes nothing makes for better podcasting than listening to someone look up their flight information. <laughs> <laughs> no, please carry on, Evan. Keep going. 
I depart at 9.30, so that's too early, right, for you guys to jump on a little bit earlier? 9 a.m.? Uh, uh, I could do I 9, nine. I could do 9 a.m. I'm not against that. Okay. You All right. You're here, here, here first, folks. We are going to air uh, the extreme game day. What do I? New, new and improved. improved uh, uh, fastest 10 minutes in call-in at 9 a.m. Pacific. That is noon uh, Eastern for you fine folks on the uh, Eastern Seaboard uh, this coming week. Uh, what oh, time in Nashville? Uh, 11 a.m., which uh, Nashville is 801 miles from uh, Bridgewater, Pennsylvania. Yeah, by the way. Just looked that up today. Uh, Rick, any uh, final thoughts as we kind of enter into Giants week? Uh, no. Uh, once again, we need this game. We, we got to win out here. That's the plan. So go Eagles. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just win, baby. Uh, Evan, the Giants fan, any uh, final thought for you? Well, yeah. I mean, I got a bottle of Camus right on this game. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. all I got to look forward to. Wait. So if, if, if the Eagles win, then we're just split again, right? Is that the, uh, and we're just going to. Yeah. It's a, it's a wash. Yeah, we got to change these rules. It's not very fun. It's like a, it's a probable wash. We need to go to, well, we need you to know, go I, a bottle I, I offer the. We need to go a bottle again. <laughs> well, that would put me up a bottle then right now. Yeah. That's fine. But at least there's a little, I, I hate like this like push thing and it's just like there's no winners a, a bottle a game a bottle a game then the guy who wins it he has it and then the next game when they split he just gives it back to him you just pass in a bottle back and forth that's what you don't you got that's the rules you gotta point. drink it before the uh next game well rick hey, you that's, why, the, that's why that's why the points thing last year that your brother shot down. I'm like, now wait a minute, Giants. You know, did you kind of <laughs> score more points in the point differential? But your brother shot that down last year. So are we? We just need to do. You know what we need to do? It's straight up, just win loser for each game, and just you, you, winner gets a you know, bottle of whatever. Okay. Yeah. So I'm up a bottle, and could be two or down to nil again. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. All right, everyone. Uh, thanks again. Uh, enjoy the week. Uh, we will see you Sunday, 9 a.m. Be there or be a Giants fan. Merry Christmas, gentlemen. Happy New Merry Christmas, yes. everyone. Happy Merry holidays, Christmas. all that good stuff. All righty. Go Eagles. <laughs> Go Blue.